Kelman on cliffcentral.com. And here she is, uh, Rabia Gur is uh, in the building. Uh, she conceptualized Switch Beauty, which uh, Business Live uh, said immediately dubs her as South Africa's Kylie Jenner. Um, you're an entrepreneurial maverick who's what, like 18 now? Not <laughs> Thank even. Thank you so much for having me on the Such show. Such a pleasure, yeah. Well, are you 18, 17, 19? I am 18. I just, I just turned 18 you last month. You just turned 18 yeah. last month. Uh, this is incredible. I, I, I mean, it's, uh, I had to ask you a couple of questions before speaking to you because I just had to like double check that I'm getting the picture right and the story straight. And the story is that, uh, in the 10th grade, uh, you conceptualize this thing called Switch Beauty, which is now three years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's a beauty brand, um, and you bring in cosmetics from overseas that you help formulate, mm-hmm. um, with some South African counterparts. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's eyeshadows and it's lipstick. It's like all those things. Yes, is that right? Yes, is that yes. the gist of the story? That's, that's the gist of it. Yeah. I mean, it's quite, uh, that's quite, uh, something. How does it go from 10th grade in your bedroom to an actual moving business? It's pretty crazy. Like when I think about it, um, like from where it started to where it is now. Yeah. Um, next month I have a four pager in Entrepreneur Magazine. Wow. So they did like this whole cover story on me. And I'm not ready for that to come out yet because I'm, I can't like picture myself flipping through the magazine and seeing myself in there. So, um, like when you, when you ask me how it all goes back, I have to sit and think about it and like, mm. just say, okay, listen, you know. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's incredible. So, I, I, and a lot of young people in the age of uh, what tenth grade would have been like fourteen, fifteen years old can think like, "Oh, I'd love to make a mm. makeup brand." But how did you actually start to make it? I mean, who's the first person you email when you even <laughs> want to do something like that? So, um, growing up, I was very much into makeup and beauty and things yeah. like that. And so, I would always like you know watch YouTube tutorials and like which play is the thing with, with beauty exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the in thing at the moment. And so, I would like play around with things, go out and buy things, test on myself, and just. Experience Experiment, and a lot of the time I found myself watching um, international YouTubers and international bloggers and reading their content and just um, subscribing to them and like following their way of things. Mm. And this is usually because, like here in South Africa, you don't have such a vast um, range of products available to you. Whereas overseas, like the beauty industry is booming at the moment. And I would always say, like, I want to get my hands on those products and I want to, like, you know, try out those things or whatever the case is. And, and I think that's where I saw the gap in the market for, for, mm. for that type of brand here in South Africa. Hmm. So then did you just contact them and say, let's make a collab, let's bring stuff in, let's this, let's that? I mean, it's, it's, it's advanced. So at first I thought about it and I was like, okay, an idea would be to bring in international brands, right? So I went, like, I thought, okay, um, if this, this, this is, this is not here in South Africa, I'm going to go ahead and bring that in. But then I was like, why don't it be even cooler? Why don't I start my own brand mm. and, um, just, you know, ensure that it's kept on par with international trends and things that are currently on and popping overseas and, and, you know, just get South Africa up there. On, on that type of standard. Do sometimes people overthink the beauty industry in terms of barriers to entry that you have to be really great with mixing chemicals and doing all of that? Like the actual sort of fundamentals of what the product is, the chemistry of it. Mm-mm-mm. Do people overthink how complicated that is? Definitely. Really? I think that especially um, in the advertising industry, beauty companies sometimes like to overplay um, the products like ingredient and formulation and mm. things like that and make it sound a lot more complicated than it actually is. And um, I think one of the things that I'm most grateful for um, is definitely the greatest gift that our generation has been given, which is the internet mm. and using that to your advantage so that you can, um, you know, research and, and, and build up your knowledge on these type of things. And a lot of the time, like people will ask me, like, you know, 
um, how do I start an online business? Like, how do I even begin? Where do I start? And things like that. But you don't realize that, like, it's so easy to just hop on your, your, your cell phone or your tablet or whatever the case is and, 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 and research that. Mm. And make it happen. Exactly. Um, and this is now your full time gig. You were like, peace out. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> high school's great, but I got money to make. I got things Bye, to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so what does the average day look like for you? What is the hourly sort of breakdown of what you get up to in a day? So I, Dropped out of school in grade 10, right? And when I did that, I went through this phase where I didn't want to do any work at all. I just wanted to chill. I just wanted to, you know, chill at home. Like, wasn't even focusing on the reason why I dropped out of school. And my parents, I'm actually so grateful for this, but my parents never intervened in that. They never, you know, said, listen, you got to do something. I mean, you can't, you can't laze around. And I, for myself, had to make that realization that, okay, like, shit, now, like, shit's mm. real. I've dropped out of school. I need to make something happen. And that just got me a hundred times over more invested in the business and more willing and more passionate. And I think that reignited that spark in me that I had when I just started the business. Mm. And so, um, I mean, I've come a long way since then. I'm now working with six employees. Mm. Um, who take over, you know, the day to day tasks of the business so that I That's can. That's incredible. Yeah. So that I can spend more time on like research and development of new products and um, market research and formulation and things like that. Wow. So typically I go, I go into the office at nine and I usually leave at about five, six PM. Yeah. That's crazy. My office is like five minutes from where I live. So it's nice. very convenient. And I've just learned how to drive recently. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. That's always so, a good thing. Mobility. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a very, very important thing to have. Um, so just talk to me about kind of figuring out how to run a business. I mean, who's guided you on this whole process? I mean, cause a business, there's month end statements mm, that mm, have to happen. Yeah. There's tax that's got to get paid. There's, there's a lot of stuff in it. I will see, I will say that it has been one massive learning curve. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Even the things I knew a month back from now are completely different to the things I knew now. Like you don't realize how quickly it can go sometimes. And mm. like sometimes you look at something and you say, I could never know how to do that. Or I could never learn that. Or I could, that could never be me. And then a month later you see yourself in that exact situation doing that, doing what you said you'd never do. Mm. And, um, I am very grateful to come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad's an entrepreneur. My mom's an entrepreneur. My, Brothers are all entrepreneurs. My uncles are all entrepreneurs. I think it's an Indian thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I'm very grateful for that. And so I, I definitely had a lot of soundboarding growing up where if I had ideas, I could just bounce them off of, you know, family members and there were people around me constantly talking business. Mm. So I picked that up, I think very early, which I'm grateful for. Um, which also, which, ugh, which also brings me to the point of the fact that, um, a lot of kids growing up don't have that, you know, mm. they aren't nurtured and grown up in that type of environment and space. And so for them thinking about starting a, a business is like completely out of the question. They, exactly. Yeah. They don't even, it doesn't even occur to them that it's something they can do. So, um, one of the things I want to do in the long term, definitely set up like a little online course or like a, a, a program or like a, a, like hold a conference or something for young entrepreneurs, you know, guiding them through the steps in which they've got to take to start an online business or how to take their idea, uh, tech or, you know, forward. 
So, so cool. Hanging out with uh, Rabia Go speaking to us about a Switch Beauty, which she conceptualized uh, when she was in the 10th grade, is now a very successful uh, makeup company and growing. Uh, there's six employees. It's all just very impressive. Uh, more with Rabia on the other side of this. Kelman on CliffCentral.com. So, I mean, beauty is completely different to what it was five, ten years ago. Um, I mean, the world is because now everybody has sort of a voice. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not just people on television and radio that can say stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I know that a huge part of what uh, Switch Beauty is about is about listening to every woman all over the world mm. um, who now has an Instagram account or a Twitter account or a Facebook account mm. um, and engaging with them and finding out more about them. Um, how has the game, the beauty game changed? Because you've built your business on what it looks like in 2018 versus a lot of other brands mm-hmm. that are still trying to figure out mm-hmm. uh, if the model that applied in 20, in the year 2000 can work in 2018. Mm-hmm. But yours is built on, on present day. So I would say that the, the 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 entire conversation around beauty has completely taken a shift in the last five years. You know, with the rise of social media and and every woman really having her own platform and voice, you know, where she can create, share, and engage with uh, with brands, it, it it changes the game. Because, I mean, ten years ago, beauty companies would sit at the table and they would say, you know, how do we make our customer feel involved? You know, how do we mm. make her feel involved? And, you know, now it's all about, well, we're not supposed to make her feel involved. We're supposed to involve her. And you can involve her using these channels. And um, so I think the conversation that Switch Beauty is having with its consumer is very direct. It's very, you know, what do you want? And so you'll find with a lot of the products and a lot of, you know, the our campaigns and our events and stuff, it's very like, like... Personal. It's very personal because I, I'll give you an example, right? A few weeks back, um, my colleagues and I were sitting at the table and we were like, okay, well, we want to create, um, this product, this blush. So we put out a, a, an Instagram post and we said, if you could have the perfect blush, what would it be? And we got hundreds and thousands of comments from people saying, I want a blush that's like this. It should be packaged like this. It should like have this type of formula. It mm. should come with this brush. And, and I mean, that's amazing because you as your customer telling you exactly what he or she wants and, you know, all you've got to do is execute and all you've got to do is deliver on that. And I think that um, women have not seen something like that before because for a very long time, cosmetic companies and in and, 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 and the beauty industry in general has been talking down to women, you know, saying you need this in order to, do, to be this and you need to buy this in order to look this way. And I mean, here's a beauty brand coming in saying, you know, you don't need makeup. Makeup mm. needs you. What do you want? How can we, you know, chop and change and, 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 and be best suited to you? So I think that's... That's, that's the way that it uh, looks like in, in 2018. Yes. Um, and obviously you're engaging uh, very much online with different people. And I know that, uh, you know, the w- main way you get the messages across is just by people sharing their stories and their mm-hmm. engagements with Switch Beauty. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, regardless of whether they have one follower or a million mm-hmm. followers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that, um, you know, the entire experience of shopping online at Switch Beauty, it's very curated. It's very well thought out. I mean, you go on the website, you buy your things, you get a cute email, then you get a follow-up SMS, you get your delivery. It looks super cute. It looks super Instagram worthy. You want to mm. put it on your Insta story. You want to put it on your Snapchat. You want to message your best friend about it. It's a very shareable experience. It's something that you want to show other people that you're doing because mm. it's cute and you enjoy it. So... um I think that that's something we've really like worked hard to achieve and, and done a good job at it. But um what it looks like in 2018 and influence is kind of driving the the brand mm-hmm, narrative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I mean, Switch Beauty as a brand works very closely with um, YouTube vloggers and yeah. bloggers and, 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 and just influential people online. But more so than, you know, the amount of followers that they have. Um, we look at the type of content that they put out, you know, like how much, how much of pride they take in producing that work and, yeah. and just overall trying to get our product across to the customer in the best way and in the most, like, well, the Authentic best presented way. way. Yes. Yeah. Rabia, it's been very, very cool hanging out. Um, if people have learned one thing about business from this interview, what's the one piece of business advice that you'd really like to uh, leave other people with? Your entrepreneurial tip of the day. Maybe it's just pay your taxes. I don't know. I get asked this all the time. I get asked this all the time. But I think something that I really learned over the last maybe like six months is, um, you know, prior to me hiring my employees, right? I was doing everything on my own. Mm. And so I think there's this kind of like sense of power that comes with doing everything on your own. You're just like, okay, I got this and I can do it and, and I, I'm going to get it done. But then there comes a point when it's too much for you to get it all done by yourself and you need to outsource that, right? Yeah. And when you're like, when you've started a startup, right? And it's like your baby. It's like yours. It's very hard to, to dedicate tasks to other people because you think that no one can do it like you can. Mm. But I would say that the trick is to find dedicated professionals who it's, it's their passion to do that work, whatever it is. Because I mean, you can't be passionate about everything. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I, for example, may really love playing around with makeup and formulating and doing research, but I hate, I hate admin. I hate admin. I mean, I hate, um, you know, financial work. I hate all of that. But there are people who look at that and their heart falls with joy and that mm. they're passionate about it. They look at that and they're like, yes, I want to do that. Mm. So I guess the the, 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 trick there is just to find dedicated professionals who genuinely enjoy doing that work and, 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 that's my tip. We'll help you make it happen. 100%. Very cool hanging out. If we want to connect with the, everything that you do, how do we find you switch everything on social media? My name is Arabia, right? But on Instagram, it's at R-A underscore bay. Like okay. <laughs> do you have a bay? I, I really don't. You guys, don't? Okay. Guys, yo, uh, it's hard. No time. <laughs> Maybe you're just using the wrong eyeshadow. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, all right. Very cool hanging out. That's Arabia Guru there speaking all about entrepreneurship and beauty and all of that stuff. Listen, it's almost time. Uh, less than three weeks to go until Chance the Rapper performs live in South Africa. Catch him along with uh, Shane Eagle, Nadia Nakai and Frank Casino at the Castle Lights Unlocks concert at the Ticket Pro Dome in Joburg. It's all happening on the 30th of April and the next day is a public holiday. So there's no reason to miss out. Get your tickets now at Compi Ticket for the Castle Light Unlocks concert. You don't want to miss this hashtag Castle Light Unlocks exclusive. Kelman on cliffcentral.com